Good day, everyone. That was a weird way to start off the the episode with a good day, but it's not like I don't mean it. So I hope you're having a good day, whenever you're listening to this, really. But hey, welcome back uh, to episode. Actually, I'm not gonna do that. That's stupid of me. Oh, episode 19. Welcome back. Uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. It's just a welcome back anyway. Who cares what the episode is? You're just listening right now. Something new, hopefully. You know, you haven't heard about what kind of tea I'm spilling today. And that's what I'm going to be doing. Well, kind of. Well, it's a mix of that and me talking about my work experience at the running shop. And, you know, like, I was really... Before we get into that, really, I was contemplating, like, what should I talk about today? Because I just realized today's, like, a, a Sunday. And, like, on Friday, I was just like, what am I going to talk about? And so I, I was feeling like before, uh, back in February and such, like, oh man, I should be talking about something important, something meaningful, like, you know, because it's um, uh, Asian American Pacific Islander Appreciation Month? Awareness Month? Well, you know that kind of month, like AAPI, like month essentially. AAPI, sorry, I probably said that a little bit too fast. I, I felt like, oh, I should talk about that. And I do want to talk about it, like all the Asian hate crime and anything like that. Because I actually, I mean, it's not that that kind of stuff happens to me, uh, you know, frequently or at all, really. But it's something, uh, I guess, a little eye-opening did happen to me uh, the other day at work. Um, and so that kind of gave me the idea like, hey... Well, instead of just, I'll, I'll just save, you know, the Asian American Pacific Islander, you know, all that kind of stuff talk for another episode this May. And I want to talk about just my work, just what's been going on and mostly spilling tea about customer interaction and just pretty much telling stories about that as well as what I thought about it, what my thoughts are working as a retail associate. But it's a little bit more, I guess, more specialized than that, I guess you can say. Because, well, let me like preface this by saying that, uh, this, sorry, this, again, I'm getting used to talking to the mic again. Sorry about the burp. You know, just let me do me for now. Let me get accustomed to this lifestyle or yeah, I'm getting weird again. Let's continue. <laughs> so my, me being a retail associate at the running shop. Uh, it's not as what you would expect as you would see like a retail associate, like pretty much those people on the sales floor at, let's say the mall, like at some kind of premium outlets. Uh, so like those people who are kind of like out there storing clothes, you know, making sure things are nice and tidy, you know, anyone who's up at the cash register when you're ready to check out. That's like essentially my position, but it's more specialized in that I'm not just standing there just restocking items like kind of like briefly generally know about the items you know the products or whatever we sell it's more specialized in that not only do i know about in this case because it's a running shop essentially all the items in store especially the running shoes like to uh to like a just so much detail in that like just so many nuances and if you're like a a runner or like someone who knows their running shoes, like all the details and things like that, like the terminologies, like for example, heel drop, heel counter, post medial po or a medial posting, um, you know, cushioning. Well, I mean, that sounds stupid, but like if you're a runner, you, you kind of have a, 
and get some more in-depth thought about what that means and what it does and how it you know it can be talked about there's so many things to talk about and so like we know not only about that but also we fit people for the right shoes and anything else really that fits the needs slash wants of our customers so just to give you an example um at least with my experiences and going to some other kind of like apparel shop like let's say i went to some outlet and i went to like banana republic i feel like they don't really know shit i mean granted like i don't know what they know and i never really asked them about specific questions like sometimes i'll just ask like hey i'm just looking for a nice like fitted tee like where's that at? and they'll point me in the right direction i'm like okay thanks as i mean that's pretty much what i would you know just ask about read for or to a retail associate and um i've been told as well actually by my customers at the running shop that when they went to a another like shoe store like a nike outlet store like the people working there just don't know shit about the fucking shoes i'm like um that's not surprising but that kind of sucks as well like if you work at a nike or a shoe shop um or you know place that sells shoes it's like you should at least know your products to some extent like what type of shoe it is you know if someone's looking for i'm not saying like you know you should just know like oh yeah this is the basketball shoe uh section this is the running shoe section this is the um the casual you know athleisure section it's like no you gotta know the type of shoes the models and all that jazz and it's i'm again let me say this i'm not berating anyone i'm not really judging anyone i'm just stating like it'd be very helpful for your customers and the customers definitely appreciate that so much um and so yeah uh as a retail associate uh i'm actually more considered to be as an outfitter because like i mentioned we outfit our customers with the right shoes and other equipment so with that being said not only do we need to know about the shoes that we have uh in stock and how that can uh, or and which ones are best for our customers according to their needs and their wants we gotta know like hey maybe they would benefit from something called an insert which is more of an art support item that you slip into shoes maybe they would benefit more from a running sock because hey let's say they've been wearing cotton socks and as a runner or someone who works at the shop nonetheless you would know hey running in cotton socks causes blisters it's not good for your feet when you're doing those workouts so you know you need to at least buy and invest in one running sock i mean it'll do the job for you and it'll do the job way better like significantly better than a cotton sock i mean it's like you have to in a sense you don't have to be a runner to know all this shit, but you just gotta know this stuff and, and that's why i say we're more specialized and just we just know more in depth about the products we have and about runners different types of runners different types of people who are looking for these kind of shoes like people who are just mainly walking which is a majority of the customers we get in the store and that means a lot of different customer interactions <laughs> let me tell you Oof. so uh on the you know on the usual day for the most part we get a lot of older folks and uh these are guys or you know gals guys people you know the elderly in a sense it's that elder actually let's uh stop real quick sometimes when i say elderly i feel like that's kind of an insult to someone like yeah i don't need to point out that they're old and they're maybe frail they have bad bones and bad fucking feet like the fuck you're saying about me being elderly you dumb fuck trash bag i'm sorry i don't know if elderly is a bad word i mean it's not right it kind of sounds like it though it's like that's at least that's the you know it leaves that kind of taste behind when i say it like oh yeah elderly folks 
<laughs> yeah, never mind. I don't need to point that out, but just older folks nonetheless. Like, so you can imagine, like, they're just looking for a walking shoe. It's like something not actually. Let's be more specific: a walking shoe that is very supportive and comfortable, right? Because that's the one thing that they're looking for for the most part. Like, they're wanting to take care of their feet. Because let me tell you, actually, these people. <sighs> That's another thing. <laughs> that sounds really bad. Like these people. Oh, your people. Yeah, that sounds really racist. But you get what I mean. Like the older folks who come in, like they they walk a lot. I'm like, damn, like you walk so much. Like how much are you walking? Like 10,000 plus steps a day? Oof. Let me give you the ultimate shoes for you. And so that's the majority of our customers come in and the majority of people whom I work with. And even within that sort of... Uh, I guess clientele, customer base, even with them, it's like there's such a variety of like people. Like there's some that are more active, some who are seriously having medical issues. Um, so like you really have like a wide spectrum of like folks, no matter what kind of people they are like coming in and like you having to like talk with them and uh, not, not not saying that talking with them is like bad and you don't want to do that. It's just like like just interacting nonetheless with these uh, people. So, some stories about that. Oof, man. Like, let me tell you, first of all, uh, when I first came back to work, I think within, like, the third or fourth week of working back at the running shop, uh, I was, like, helping this older gentleman who was, you know, obviously elderly. He's an older folk or older guy. And he was very old-fashioned. I believe he was a veteran as well. No, I do remember. He was a veteran. And, or is a veteran? Yeah. And he was pretty much kind of like cracking old jokes with me and like whatnot, giving me like an, not an attitude like in a bad way, but kind of like being a smart aleck, you know, a smart ass. And I appreciate it. Like for me, I always love to like try match the energy as my customers like exhibit and, you know, do whatever they do in a sense so that they can feel comfortable around me. Because here's another thing. I don't want to be sales pitch, uh, like a, was it salesperson-y? Like I'm giving a sales pitch, like, hey, welcome in. Let me give you some shoes. Oh, you're doing this? Oh, that's too bad. Well, you definitely need this and this and this and that. Well, you got to buy them. Really recommend it. Well, uh, you know, I they cost this much, but you should definitely buy it. Like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Like, maybe give you 10% discount if you get all three items today. To be honest, first of all, I know I, <laughs> I was slurring a lot and I did not make any sense. But you can get the idea as to like what kind of person I don't want to be when I'm like, in the sense, yeah, realistically, I'm selling shoes, I'm selling other things to these people, but I don't want to like, you know, be a scam artist or like, was it con artist in a sense? Because one, the shoes and the shit we sell, <laughs> shit, it's not shit products, it's good products, but you get what I mean. It's not bad, right? They're good for people and they're like, even if people don't, let's say, necessarily need it, they would still benefit from something of the things we sell. But anyways, this older guy, he came in, he is a veteran, and he was giving me, like, he's kind of like a smart-ass, kind of like a jokester in a way, but it's just, I appreciate it nonetheless, like, I matched him, and in the beginning, I was like, ooh, fuck, like, how do I, like, talk to this guy? Like, he's very, like, stern, he's very adamant about what he wants, and, like, first of all, like, here's another thing that's very difficult <laughs> in customer interaction. One is if the customer is being difficult in what they want and their preferences. Like there are some people who just like, what the fuck did you come to this store for? If you're looking for like a super, like not only super supportive shoe, but also something that looks like a designer shoe. 
what the fuck you coming in for a designer look? Because that happened to me just recently, or pretty much a lot of times. And I get it. If you want to look for a particular color, like you want like a brighter color wave, like something lavenderish, um, you know, lilac, white with the almond color, like I get that. I get the color choices. Okay, that's okay. That's why there's different color choices. You know, from the neutrals to the crazy, you know, vibrant colors. But hey, if you're looking for a designer fucking shoe. Go somewhere else, please, because we don't have that. Okay, I can give you all the support. I can do what I can do for you. But if you're just looking for a designer look too, I'm like, dude. First of all, that narrows down our choices significantly, like down to the ten percent of the shoes we sell, maybe even less. And then even at that, it's very unlikely that the shoes within that ten or so percent. It's not going to be good for you or like fit the needs you're looking for. Like, what the fuck? Like go somewhere else. I'm not trying to say that or think that just because I don't want you to buy the shoes or I don't want you to get the support or the shoes you want. But like, honestly, it's like saying like you want abs, but you're not gonna, you don't want to work out. What the fucking luck? What the fuck? <sighs> Makes no sense. Anyways, uh, the older gentleman, <laughs> right? I keep on like deviating from the story. So he is pretty much like. The smartassy kind of guy has strong preferences, is very adamant about what he wants, and he his shoe size is like was very big, I believe. And I was like, ah,、oh, fuck! Like I don't know if we have that shoe size. And when you have that kind of situation where you don't think you have the right shoes for that person, and they're like kind of a, you know, they could, you think you could they could give attitude, and they are a bit of a you know they have. Very adamant, like preferences, or they're adamant about their preferences. It's like fuck, like I don't want to deal with this person, like, and to tell them, like, yeah, unfortunately, I apologize, we don't have the shoe. If you work in retail or anywhere else similar to that, you understand what I mean. It's like, oh, I apologize, we don't have that. I'm so sorry, like, you know, it's our fault. It's like, oh, god, fuck. Anyways, so. Luckily, we found some shoes for him. He's very great about it. He's like I said, he's a some of a smartassy guy. He's just. He wasn't mean at all. It's just like, I guess you could rub him the wrong way quite easily. But I think we we're both like kind of like vibing off each other, right? We we're totally cool about it. I mean, yeah, he was a great guy anyway.、Uh, but then he starts telling stories, and I'm guessing that you know at this point he was very、uh, comfortable with me, which is again the purpose of me trying to match the energy of my customers with how I talk, my energy, how I kind of move around, I guess. Just make them comfortable, right? I'm not trying to be a salesperson, so he starts telling me stories about like him being a veteran and like his days back in the old days, and especially here's the other thing, the the main thing, how he does not understand like young folks these days. And I told him the same thing, like yeah, I understand that too. Like I don't really understand too much of the current trends and ways of the younger people because I too feel like I don't understand that. I mean, like. Sometimes I ask my friends, like, is Snapchat a thing still? Is Twitter people still use Twitter, which is a stupid fucking thing?、Uh, but yeah, you get the point. Like, I just don't really know what's going on, and I can understand things at least. But I still, I was like, why is this happening? What's the point of this? Why is this a thing? And he was the same way, but I don't know. I guess it makes more sense for him because he grew up like way back then, like the '50s, '60s, and such.、Uh, I mean, that's I mean, that's how he grew up, right?、Uh, more the old traditional. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right way to say.、It. Like old-fashioned kind of like ideals and lifestyle and beliefs and such. So he starts talking about that. I start vibing with him and just kind of like you know、uh, agreeing here and there and just like saying yeah, I totally understand and talking to him about it.、And、then he says, 
So, oh my God. He's now he states like, or says, yeah, like this other day I was at a restaurant or some food court and he like pinched the girl or something like that. I'm assuming in the ass, hopefully not the ass, but like, you know, pinched the girl, like, you know, yeah, you get what I mean. Like if someone smacked the ass, like he did this, something very similar to that. And I'm like, and I immediately in, internally, I was like, what the fuck? This turn for the worse. Like, fuck, like other people are listening. There's other women here. And I'm like, geez, Louise, like, oh my God. And I didn't feel uncomfortable because I know how to handle it. And the thing was, it's just, I didn't want to, I didn't want him to talk about it any further and make other people uncomfortable. So I would just try steer the conversation away. But he pretty much like kept saying that story about like him going to this restaurant or food court, pinching a girl and then how that girl got like so upset. And then here's the other thing. He did not understand why she was so upset. Like he said like, oh, back in the day, you know, I did the same thing. It was totally fine. Well, mister, I didn't say this to him, but I was like in my head, like mister, like, or sir, that was back then. And uh, I understand how that may have been more normalized because it was more... Uh, I guess like people just uh, didn't put up with that shit. Um, but nowadays it's like, no, like can't, can't do that. <laughs> like it, you just can't. I was just like, ugh. I, I just, I tried to steer the conversation away from that. Uh, and then we steered away and then he bought the shoes that we tried out. By the way, it was a Hoka Clifton. Super nice walking shoe and a great shoe for running as well. For marathons especially. You want to save those legs, those joints? They get the Hoka Clifton uh, version they coming out this June. <laughs> I promise it's not advertisement, but it'd be cool if Fleet Feet uh, or any other like running shop, like running, what's it called? Jackrabbit, running shop, running sports. Um, yeah, like those kind of like running shops, like it'd be great if they, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going into right now. Why am I being so serious about being King sponsored? As an athlete, it would be cool, but on the podcast, it'd be weird. Like this is not a sports podcast. Anyways. Fleet Feet, Running Sports, uh, Runner's World, I think it's a magazine, Jackrabbit, any of those guys, you know, businesses, reach out to me, you know, talk to me, I'll, I'll represent you. Anyways, uh, we get him rung up for the shoes, and then once he pays for the shoes and I give him, like, his shoes in the bag, then he pulls me to the side real quick and says, hey, like, you're, like, Asian, Oriental, or however, you know, you, you put it. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm half, but yeah, I, I, what, what's up? <laughs> and, I, and I wasn't angry when he said Oriental, and I can understand that can be a, quite offensive or rude, but yeah, I mean, I understand the guy. So Here, here's the other thing. Sorry, I'm going to deviate once more. I understand he comes from, like, a you know, old-fashioned, like, a lifestyle. Like, his upbringing was totally different. So the word oriental, although maybe rude, even at the time, I understand the usage and why he's, like, using it. So I'm not angry at him because, hey, here's the thing. His intent was not to offend me whatsoever. Like, he's just, that's just what he knows and says and is used to. So, yes, maybe I could have, like, educated him and said, like, hey, that's not actually a good term, but I understand what you mean. Like, you know, saying Asian is just plenty enough, not Oriental. I could have done that. I didn't. Um, but yeah, it, it's like I understand him, so I wasn't offensive about that. So I feel like a lot of people need to do that. Anyways, so he, he asked me if I was like Asian because, and I was like, oh, well, you think I'm Asian? Like 100% Asian? And that like, it didn't occur to me how like a majority of other people thought of me or like how, like what race they would presume I was or sorry, ethnicity. 
and I was like, oh, well, I thought it always looked more like white, at least like because my brother looked more Korean or Asian nonetheless, and I looked more white uh, or Caucasian, you know, however you want to put it. But he just saw me as like completely Asian. I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is how people see me, I guess, in the majority or like as more often than not. Um, and then he proceeded on asking like, you know, wanting to understand like all this Asian American hate shit, like with the elderly, especially with the elderly, like Asian folks, uh, like getting pushed down, like murdered, like, like beat up and shit. He was like, he did, he was, and let me say this. He was a great guy because he was wanting to understand it. And he said, simply as put it as you, me, and a lot of people would like think about it, you know, Asian Americans, especially all this shit is stupid. It makes no sense. And I told him, like, sir, that is exactly it. That is, we don't, it's stupid. It makes no sense. These beings, these murders, these whatevers, these hate crimes against Asian Americans, especially the elderly, makes no fucking sense. And it's like 100, 1 billion percent stupid. Like, what the fuck? So he didn't understand it. And he wanted me to, like, explain it, like, concisely or coherently, just like, what was, what's, what's this about? And I explained it to him, like, it's just these dumb folks. And I explained to him, like, actually more specifically, like, you know, I like some of the more likelihoods as to, like, what, how this, like, where this stems from, which is, you know, COVID being from China, people and associating, like, all Asians with China and, you know, just Asians are Asians in general, right? So I explained that to him. He said it was stupid. He didn't understand it. It's dumb. People being dumb. I'm like, you're totally right. So that was my first time, like, I guess like experiencing something like that relating to all the Asian uh, American hate crimes and just these beatings uh, towards the elderly and others and anything of the like. I was like, huh, like, although it wasn't like anything uh, offensive towards me, like nothing happened to me. Nothing was like, I mean, I, I can guarantee like nothing was like at least with the intent of like harming me or offending me. I was like, wow, this is like me being like, having an active role in the sense where I can educate or like explain these to people. And like, let's say if I had no fucking clue what was going on with Asian American hate crimes and he asked me that, I would have felt dumb. But I, I've done my homework to an extent and I know about it enough where I can explain it to people. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that tells me like, even though you yourself don't feel like connected with your community, whether you're like, let's say you're, especially if you're a mixed race person, because that's a common struggle, like mixed race people, halfies out there, like have for the most, for the most part, they don't feel like connected with either part of their ethnicities or their, you know, racial or eth ethnic background. Uh, and so I felt like that, you know, as you know, with the Korean side and the white side. So yeah, it was just, I felt totally disconnected, but like these kind of interactions, right? Like even though you try to educate yourself and learn by yourself, by reading, learning, watching, whatever, it's like you don't truly feel it. And I guess in a sense, 100% uh, learn until you fully experienced it in person. See, that's the thing with learning. I feel like you can, let's just say 99% of it, you can do all the, you know, reading, watching, listening, you know, going to lectures, hearing other people, podcasts, whatever. Like you can do all of that, but it's still only going to go to 99%. And that 1% that makes, to be honest, like all the difference in the, in the world, really, in my opinion, is actually having some sort of uh, direct experience of that. And it's just, 
it can be profound, like greatly profound and leaves like a strong imprint, which is, I feel like what learning is, you know, you have to experience something and with learning, it'll leave that imprint so that you remember things that it's a strong, like emotion or something like that, that, you know, you can call upon and such. Um, and it will like be triggered, like, you know, someone will say something about it and then it'll like trigger that Im the impression you receive from, you know, learning about Asian American hate crime. And then you'll be like, oh yeah, this and this and that. And you'll, you can feel strongly about certain things where, uh, you know, otherwise you would feel like unsure about how to feel about Asian American hate crime. Um, or, uh, you know, in, in, in more depth, right? Like in general, you could say like, I hate it, you know, it's stupid. I think people are like that dumb, but then you could be more, um, you know, you can add more layers to that. Be more specific. You can just be more in depth about why you hate it, like why you think it's bad, and provide your own like personal like more thought, you know, thought out thoughts <laughs> uh, regarding this topic. Maybe the whole thing I just said didn't make sense, and I'm just mumbling on. This is supposed to. Be, I don't know. Yeah, again, I don't know why I'm deviating so much. It's like this is supposed to be me telling, like, spilling tea about customer interaction. But yeah, it was like interacting with that older guy or L older gentleman uh though he was very old-fashioned um you know at in some areas to a fault in a way <laughs> uh he was he was good he was a great guy uh or again i don't know i'm just presuming being presumptuous about like how he is as a person but i don't think he's a bad guy um uh, but yeah i mean that was one in customer interaction another one was where <laughs> this now this is more spilling tea this is more gossip talk Ooh. There's another one where a a girl asked me for my number, but let me say this in the end, without spoiling the details, in which I'll I'll tell the story. But let me just say this: this whole interaction with her, everything that happened with this one girl, totally fucking unnecessary. Oh my god! And hopefully you understand how I feel and the words I just spoke after telling this story so uh two weeks ago i think yeah about two weeks ago on a wednesday hey i remember the day so well again this is this was like a learning experience and it left a strong imprint so with a strong imprint i learned and i remember the details the deets so here we go with it two weeks ago on a wednesday uh i was fitting this one girl she was a i believe a third year undergrad at my at my old uh, college, this is where is the way I said my old college, um, the college I went to for undergrad, UC Davis, and she came in, wanted to look for some good, comfortable shoes for working at, you know, she was working by some kind of lake, and she just wanted comfortable shoes nonetheless, and I was like, oh yeah, for sure, so we got her fitted, you know, we also, at, you know, the running shop, we do what's called a, uh, we scan people's feet to get their dimensions and we do other things like a pressure plate scan where we can really pinpoint like what shoes best fit her feet and accommodate for her needs and wants. So, hey, that's kind of specialty I was talking about earlier. Anyways, she wanted some shoes. We got her scanned up. We looked into the scan. I explained everything, explained the kind of shoes we ought to be looking for. And I got her some shoes. Now, one of the shoes that I would say recommended by a lot of people for working was a Hoka shoe. It was a $150 Hoka shoe. And she bought that shoe. <laughs> it was the Hoka Bondi version 7. And it was in this like kind of like a colorful color wave. I mean, not that that's important, but 
I don't know, just to add some like details to the story. And she bought it 150 bucks after not before tax. I mean, like I think it was 167 after tax or something like that. But she's the third year undergrad, and I was like, "Fuck, you're buying a 150 dollar shoe." Now I didn't say that, but I just wanted to make sure, like, hey, you know, is this the shoe you want? Is the fit okay? I think it's okay, but do you th feel like it's okay to get this shoe? She's like, "Yeah, I like it." And so she got the shoe, dropped 167 or so bucks on the shoe for a third year undergrad. Now, maybe this is just me being um, like relatively speaking to my own financial situation back in undergrad because I had to work a lot and I would save money. I would not drop 167 bucks on some fucking shoes. I would wear my Converse or whatever shoes I have to work, even if I had to stand up all day. Granted, maybe I would regret it and later learn that, hey, maybe I should have invested in some good shoes. But again, I'm just a cheap fuck. <laughs> uh, not so much anymore. Like, I'll actually buy good shit now. Uh, but that's the besides the point. Now, this girl. Describe her personality. She had a very quirky, bubbly personality. Very, like, uplifting, bright and uh, I, you know, like I mentioned, you know, with the, the older gentleman guy story, like I matched her personality or her vibe essentially. And we matched together. I feel like I was making her laugh. I was asking her like just questions and just like talking with her casually, like I would do with a friend or, you know, getting to know someone really. I mean, Hey, just good customer experience. Am I right? Am I right? So I felt like we vibed very well. She appreciated maybe or had a good time. She bought some shoes, $167, dropped on those bad girls, boys or whatever, persons, and she left. Now, here's where the story really happens. So I saw her pace back to the front of the store and then paced like quickly left, exit off to the sides. And I was like, fuck, she's going to come back and like get a return on the sh I said that weirdly a return on the shoes I said that weirdly again she went I, I was figuring that when she like came back to the front of the store and exited off to the side I was thinking like oh wait she's wanting to return the shoes and like you know because she would probably realize that she just dropped 167 bucks on these shoes Hokobandai's oh my god and I was like fuck I don't want to get that on my record for today like because you know uh there's a system that kind of records our like progress or performance for the our sales for that day and such and you know there's other nuances to go with that but pretty much like our performance is in a sense recorded and I was like I don't want that on my record like fuck like I don't want her to come back though if she is going to come back to return like I'm not going to blame her because again it's 160 goddamn bucks for some shoes for her undergrad uh but it's good on her that she spent the money on her health for her feet health good on her i don't know why it seems like i'm fucking judging her i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm not judging her at all for that it's good on her i'm being a dumb fuck anyways she actually came back the third time she came back actually uh, or paced to the for uh for the front of the store she came inside and I wasn't really working with anyone at the time. So I was like, oh, hey, welcome back. Like, what's, uh, I mean, is, is something okay? Or is something wrong? Is everything okay? I forgot what I said exactly, but something along the lines of that. And she was like, um, I, I think you're, I think really uh, cute. And uh, can I get your number? I was like, it took me a second or two to process that because I was like in work mode. I was like, wait, what? Uh, what? And I'm still like currently, 
I still don't think I'm cute. I still don't think I got game or like girls like me or that I'm attractive. Like I don't think that really, no matter what people tell me. It's just, I, I just don't feel that for myself. Um, which is something I would need to work on still, like for my own mental, I don't know, my mental well-being. Just, I guess it has to do with more like self-esteem and like self-confidence and such. But I mean, I'm not really depressed over it. It's just, I don't really feel myself up, right? If that makes sense. But she told me I was cute. She asked me for my number and I was like, uh, wait, what's going on? Wait, 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 you want my number? Um, okay, uh, yeah, sure, let me give it to you. And I fiddle around like trying to get some paper, a pen and paper to give her my number with, and then I just realized I'm so stupid. Let me actually just give it to you on your like phone, like put it in your phone. I was like, that's how like flustered I was. I was like, what's going on? Uh, let me get a pen and paper, write down my number. Oh, wait, I can actually just put it in your phone. Uh, sorry, never mind, teehee. <laughs> And I gave her my number. I was okay with it. And I, I mean, it's not like I'm really looking for anything. Like, I'm not looking for anything like serious or casual or anything of the like. Like, yeah, I'm not. Because I'm moving to Baltimore for graduate school or whatever. A program, right, for graduate school and such. Um, in like two and a half months now, by now. So it's like, I'm not looking for anything really. I don't even want anything fun. Like, or, you know, fun. Fucking up. Wow. But yeah, not looking for anything. So later that day, during the workday, you know, my shift, she texted me and, you know, just like introduced herself like, hey, it's, you know, so-and-so, like, you know, whatever. And dude, let me say this, first of all, uh, she said, baby. I was like, what the fuck? She said, hey, baby. I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 what? Like, I did not understand, like, why she said that. Uh, but later found out that that's just how she talks. She calls her friends that. She calls people that. I'm like, oh, okay. So then I, was, I, I wasn't I was like really flustered anymore when she said baby. Because I was like, okay, I understand that's just how you talk. So yeah, it just became normal to me like instantly. But at the time, like when she sent that text, I was like, whoa, she's saying baby right off the bat. <laughs> like what's going on? So I said like, yeah, it's me, Joey. And like I'm still at work, whatever. Um, and then she proceeds on like asking me like to hang out and she was wondering if I was free that evening and I was not like entirely but I was free for like at least an hour or so uh, yeah whatever the time was so I said like yeah I'm free to meet up uh, later this evening and mind you I also said this I clarified that I'm not looking for anything serious and that's why I pretty much said I'm not I'm not looking for anything serious uh, because I'll be going to graduate school, in which I did tell her while I was fitting her for her shoes, like, you know, just part of talking, like, yeah, I'm going to graduate school over in you know, the East Coast, you know, it's gonna be fun, whatever. And she said she totally understand that, and she said she was actually in the same situation where, like, she's not looking for anything serious, too. And she said this was, like, a good opportune or something like that. Uh, anyways, like, yeah, opportunity, but she said opportune. Um... Yeah, so she's like, okay, she's in the same page. So I'm like, I was like, cool, all right. So I guess we can just be friends, just be friends, just or if any, just get to know each other. That's it. That's it. Just be pals, buddies, friends, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, just friends, pals. And we met up later that day. We were on top of the of a parking structure on our campus. And first of all, let me describe the scenery. On the top of the parking structure, there was other you know undergrads. I'm guessing. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume they're undergrads because they all look fairly young. And they were just on their cars, right? They were also hanging out, blasting music. And that was the thing. They are blasting music, like kind of like trap music or ratchet music. 
and so there's like these girls who <laughs> were like kind of next to us not directly but like a couple like car spaces away from us and they were like one that was twerking i was like what the fuck is going on like are we at the club what i didn't know this was a thing on top of the parking structure like what but i didn't care really it was like people were just having fun it was a, a wednesday night <laughs> i guess um whatever right who cares wednesday night monday night friday night you know people do them and i was just with her we're talking we're like getting to know each other right just like nothing out of the ordinary we're just getting to know each other and so she you know she then asked me about my living situation i was like yeah actually i live like uh in a far away or 40 minutes away and i'm you know i'm so i'm commuting to davis for work and i'm actually in davis for the majority of the day but yeah that's my living situation and then she says <laughs> and i quote oh i guess that means we can't hook up hmm and i was like in my head i was like what the fuck is going on what the fuck what the fuck like what hook up when did that come into the equation when did that come in when did this happen and i was thinking like what did i say that i gave you the idea for that and i did not understand at all and again i'm just an oblivious guy by nature like hopefully i'm not as oblivious as i was before when i you know told that story about my first romantic experience like hopefully I'm saying this because I'm unsure myself currently. I'm not as oblivious, but I just did not understand like what happened and how she came to this like idea of like just hooking up. And I didn't want like, I guess like comment on that all too much because I didn't want to seem like I was like gonna judge her for saying that or suggesting that or just, you know, seem like I was attacking her nonetheless. So all I replied back was, oh, well, I'm just, I'm cool with chilling here and just talking. That's it. Like, let's just chill and talk more. And she was like, okay, let's do that. So we proceeded on talking more. That was stupid of me to say. We're just getting to know each other. We're just hanging out. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know why I'm being so dumb and analytical about this shit. Yeah, we're just getting to know each other more. And I really honestly felt like we were really connecting. Like we were vibing with each other. She's actually like, I think, Taiwanese or half Thai. Man, I feel bad for not remembering that, but like, she is like, she has some like Thai um, ancestry to her blood, and so yeah, again, that's a weird way to say that. <laughs> I'm being stupid and weird. I hope you don't mind it. Maybe you're just laughing at it. If you are, I'm glad you are, honestly. So, yeah, and then she proceeded on talking about like the the social issues or like the the issues that go that's going on with Thailand and China and like all that shebang. To which I kind of knew about it, how like China doesn't recognize Thailand as like its own nation. and But she actually further explained the history of that and everything else. And I was like, that's very educational. Like, And I appreciated that. Like, I really liked it. I enjoyed it. But anyways, like, I just felt like we were really connecting and vibing with one another. So we actually um, set up another like time to hang out the next day, actually, the following day on Thursday to get some like lunch, right? Just... I don't know, just a hangout again. Like, no dates, nothing like that. Just hanging out, getting to know each other better. And then... <laughs> and then, like, later that night, uh, it was like 3 a.m. the next day on Thursday. I woke up, just nonchalantly just woke up in the middle of the night, and I just 
went to go to my phone, text, or just wanted to see what's going on if anything came in. And I saw a text message. I was like, huh, who texted me? And it was her, the girl, the Bondi girl, <laughs> because she bought Hoka Bondi's. And by the way, that's why I had her on my contact, Bondi girl. <laughs> and so she texted me around like, I think it was like 1 a.m. or a little bit before that, pretty much saying like, hey, something came up in my life and I'm not interested in hooking up anymore. I hope you're able to get that lunch or Raja's, which is the place we're going to go to or get food from. I hope you get Raja's before you go to the East Coast for graduate school. And that was it. She just pretty, me, pretty much like dipping out and saying goodbye without like explaining herself. And I was sad. I just felt like I was being played because like, first of all, she was the one who got my number. She was the one who came to me to get my number. And it's not, I'm not trying to feel entitled, nor do I feel entitled because of that fact. But I was like, she's the one who initiated and went to get to know me or, or whatever, right? Hook up, whatever the case may be. I was like, and I felt like, what the fuck happened? Like she now dips and what? What? I don't understand. So I felt sad. <laughs> I felt down. And like I said, I woke up at 3 a.m. After reading that text, I could not go to sleep until like 5 or 6 a.m., like two to three hours later. That was how sad I felt. Like I genuinely felt like down and depressed, which I guess maybe to you, it doesn't make sense. Like, bro, like you just met her that day and you're not really like looking for anything serious. Like you said so yourself. You're not even looking to hook up. Like, what the fuck? Why are you feeling so down? I just am. Okay, I'm a sensitive guy. I'm sensitive <laughs> and a pushover to a fault. But yes, it's, it was very saddening on my part. I felt like I got played, like honestly felt played. But then later that morning, like after 6 a.m. or you know, whatever time I woke up, like later morning, I, I texted her saying like, I totally understand. It's okay. And I'm not like at the time, even now, I don't really feel angry at her. I, I'm not really like frustrated with her at all. So, and that's the kind of person I am. And to a fault, I am like that because I will give people the benefit of the doubt um, and be more optimistic than, I guess, what you should be or what they're deserving of, I guess, in a subjective way. <laughs> like, who knows how much they are deserving of receiving the benefit of the doubt and for, you know, given, being given second, third, or whatever chances. But I'm just the type of guy to really be hopeful for a person uh, and just really think positively about people. Sorry, it sounds like I'm selling myself. I'm not. I'm just saying like how I usually think uh, about people. Even like, yeah, whatever. I was just like saying like, I totally understand. It's to okay. But then I wanted to express how I truly felt because I just felt like it was right for her to know um, that I just felt like I was played and I felt like down. I didn't really say all that stuff, but I did say like, I did feel like I was played and I'm not sure why you asked for my number in the first place. But then I ended like my message or text saying like, Hey, but I hope you have, you know, I hope anything, the thing that came up in your life isn't too, you know, bad or like, you know, horrible. Like I hope things get, you know, fixed or resolved like quickly and efficiently. Like I just hope things are okay with you, genuinely speaking. Uh, and then she message back saying like how she was like very appreciative of that and how thankful and like of my understanding like being thankful for like me understanding like yeah just not being a dick for the most part and then she said like 
you know, actually, I let me if you like, I can explain it to her because I told her like again, like I don't understand why she got my number in the first place, and I told her like I wasn't even looking up looking to hook up in the first place as well. So I did clarify that. Um, but afterwards, later that day on Thursday, she actually said to me like, you know, she she's like wanting to or willing to, or I would say willing to, you know, again giving the benefit of the doubt, like willing to explain. I was like, okay, yeah, for sure. And then she called me. Uh, and I wasn't like, you know, cough guard by that, but I was like, oh, okay, she's calling. So cool. So we're talking and then she explains, <sighs> oh boy, she explains that, uh, earlier this year, like pretty much on new year's day of 2021, she broke up with her first ever boyfriend, like first serious boyfriend. And it was her first serious relationship. And so serious enough where she actually moved to Florida to move in with her or sorry, him and live with him pretty much. I'm like, what the fuck? like what <laughs> that's crazy i mean i mean i guess if you're really that in love with him and cared about him and hopefully him as well to you then i guess that makes sense if y'all are happy but you know they broke up on new year's day and i'm gonna i she didn't mention it but i'm guessing she then moved back to davis to continue undergrad or or well i guess not to continue undergrad but just to nonetheless like move back to davis because i say you know I'm disregarding the continuing aspect because, you know, Zoom classes during the pandemic. So she could still attend classes and, you know, do school like in Florida or wherever. Right. Because it's Zoom classes. So she explains that to me. And then she says like, oh, yeah, like she was actually going to be friends with benefits with a friend of a friend. And then she saw me. Right. The fateful day of getting her shoes from a cute guy like me. And then she was like, oh, well, because we're going to hook up or something like that anyway with a friend of a friend, why not do it with this guy? And what gave her the impression that I was also looking to hook up or for something casual was just the fact that I said, I'm not looking for anything serious. And I was like, oh, like, oh, I did not mean anything by like, you know, in the sense of like hooking up, just I clarify again, like over the call, like when I said, I'm not looking for anything serious. I just meant like, I'm not looking for anything really because I'm just moving to the East Coast. Like, I don't know. And I could kind of see how that could have been like misinterpreted as being that, oh, I'm not looking for a serious relationship, but also I'm looking for something fun. I could understand that. But like, usually I would think like the person would say like, oh, I'm looking for something casual or I'm looking for, you know, some, I'm looking for some fun, like, you know, quote unquote fun. And I didn't say that. I didn't do that because um, I'm very careful with my words and making sure people understand or just we're on the same page, right? I just want to make sure we're on the same page so I'm careful about how I say things and what I say uh, and the, the words I choose. But apparently it still got misinterpreted anyway. And I was flattered that she went to hook up or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. It was just a whole fucking mess. Like I did not need that in my life. Um, but after the call, you know, I then just texted her saying like, Hey, actually, uh, I don't think we should, uh, meet up again because I don't want her to feel like she's being pressured or like obligated to like continue, uh, you know, like hanging out with me or getting to know me because she's the one who initiated, right? Like in a sense, she has some responsibility or obligation because she's the one who initiated our interaction. So I just said to her like, dude, or not dude, right? I just, that's just how I speak. I was like, 
don't worry about that. Like, I would rather have you focus on yourself. And I care more about your mental well-being and your or her overall well-being. So I just told her, like, take care of yourself first. Uh, focus on that. And if you ever feel ready and, uh, you know, better, you know, feel free to reach out to me. You know, I don't mind it. Feel free to reach out. And don't feel, you know, scared or nervous about coming back to the running shop. Because, you know, if you have any running or, you know, shoe-related questions or concerns or just anything really, just feel free to come back and talk to me. Like, I just want to be generally, like, there for her in a sense. Uh, or in a sense, be available to her. Like, I'm accessible. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. And she was greatly appreciative of that. She very much understood. And, I'm, you know, we were on the same page regarding that. She didn't took any offense to like us not continuing to hang out or whatnot because I think she also she didn't say it directly, but it did seem like she also felt like relief in that she did we didn't have to continue hanging out and getting to know each other. Not that I take any offense of that, but like again, like I don't know, like she didn't say it directly or explicitly, but still, it's like it was. I think she liked or was very appreciative of that. Um, so. Yeah, I hope she's doing well to this day. Um, but like I said, totally fucking unnecessary <laughs> for me. I'm like, dude, that was just, oh my fucking God. I did not need that in my life. I did not need that in my life at all. But yeah, that was another customer interaction. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, this shit happens at the running shop. So if you're ever looking for some good stories or just some interesting people to meet, work at a running shop or some kind of specialty shop because you never know who who you'll meet um yeah i don't know it's i have fun at the running shop it's very much satisfying because overall like you help people find the right shoes and you talk about running like that's something i'm passionate about just fitness in general as well like i talk about it I love helping people find the right shoes for some reason. Like, it's just so satisfying where they like, where you talk with them. Like, it's like you, it's like to your friends and family, like if you help them out and you feel like they're generally like, or genuinely like grateful for your help. And it's something that they did not expect you to do. And they just feel so grateful for it. You feel great. That's how I feel like with these, my customers, right? Because we get, we're connected, right? We're connecting, we're talking casually, like, like I said, I'm not trying to be a salesperson. We're connecting. I'm talking to them. We're vibing with each other. And then I find them the right shoes or hopefully do. Right. And then I feel super good about it. like, oh, my God, like I am so grateful uh, or I'm so glad that you found the right shoes for you, uh, because all I could do is like recommend you the shoes I think would be best for you based off what you told me and what our scans are telling me. But for you personally, like I'm happy for you. So yeah, it's a very satisfying job. I love it. And working at a running shop, like a specialty running shop, is made me think about like my career, I guess, goals. Uh, in the sense that like, what do I want to do in the future? Like, what do I want to add on, on top of like doing research and such? Uh, you know, do I want to become, not an athlete, but... Oh, I guess I'll say athlete because low-key, I do want to become one, like a professional, <laughs> like be, being sponsored by, you know, whatever brand, running brands and nutrition brands. Like, let's say it's Goo. Like, Goo is like a, uh, a nutrition company who sells gels and other stuff. Like, maybe they'll give me free free nutrition and I don't have to worry about that ever anymore. <laughs> uh, maybe, you know, 
being sponsored by Lululemon <laughs> so I could get free Lululemon shit. But yeah, it's that would be something cool. Like it just makes me rethink. Like I really do want health, fitness, and like athletics to be in my life in one way or another. Um, but then the running shop job that I'm currently working just instead of thinking about like doing fitness and athletics as an athlete per se or even like a trainer for example like it just made me think about athletics in a different light and that you know I could maybe enjoy this as a business like doing some kind of business regarding athletics I don't necessarily need to be an athlete like a serious like elite athlete where I'm training being sponsored or whatever like racing all the time like I can just do something regarding it as a business and in some way or another helping people in whatever like you know fitness athletic venture I choose to like you know uh, dive headfirst into like with running or with like mobility and strength training whatever the case may be maybe triathlons um but yeah, I mean, it just made me think about like what I want to do in the future as well on top of research and stuff. I still want to do that. still love that shit. I'm being really casual today with my words. I'm saying a lot of cuss words. If you don't like that, I apologize. But if you, why do I need to apologize? It's my show. Again, I'm being stupid and weird today. Like I always am. I'm being awkward. I don't need to be apologetic unless I feel like I need to. So yeah. Anyways, I do like the running shop job. And I recommend like anyone else to find a job that's closely or, oh yeah, I'm going to say closely, as close as you can uh, that's related to your passions and hobbies. Because like the running shop job is not close, it's not close really to my professional goals, like, you know, with research and such and science. No, it's not. It's like closer, like a lot closer to like my hobbies, like with running athletics and triathlon. So do that because you can really just, I don't. Uh, like just open up to like a whole new world of like a career goals and like a lifestyle really like where athletics and whatever your hobbies are like can become your job like in one way or another so i do recommend that like look for a job like especially if you're an undergrad or you know someone who is looking for a part-time job or maybe even full-time job or any kind of job really look for something that's very closely related to your hobbies uh, and or passions whatever they may be it can be like making guitars you know woodworking it can be robotics it can be well i guess that's more like on the serious side like perf- you know you need an engineer degree <laughs> but whatever the case may be like honestly like look for that and like do it take a chance because like when i st- applied for this running shop gig um way back then in 2019 i was like very unsure whether or not to go with it because it was like uh it's not like closely related to my like research goals or like my professional goals for research so i don't know if i want to spend and dedicate time and energy to you know working at a running shop like i was just honestly i was so scared about that because i was like i don't want to waste my time like i want to find a job that's super rewarding satisfying and something i would love dude i got all that plus a billion like it's just I love it. I love it so much. I've said that so many times already and I'll say it again. I love uh, working at this running shop and I'm going to miss it when I move to the East Coast. And I've been told by my manager for the running shop I work at now that because he used to work in a running shop in D.C. in Virginia and he knows like generally like the main running shops in Baltimore, which is where I'll be moving to for graduate school. And so he told me like I I don't know if he can hook me up with a job, but 
like he said like he just pretty much gave me like the the resources and the information about like if i ever want to continue this in some way or one you know one way or another like it's definitely there and i was like so happy about that like there's something similar to my running shop both the business and community wise because the running shop i work at is a community of people who come together who like running are interested in running or you know walking or just whatever the case may be there's something like that where i'll be going so that's amazing and i'm so looking forward to like experiencing and getting to know like a whole new group of people but yeah I've been mumbling on about this on and on, and there's so much more I could talk about. So many other like customer related interaction stories and other things really. Um, related, sorry. Oh, I'm having like, not acid reflux, was it like just burps? Yeah, I'm just burping a lot. Um, I had, I'm like currently holding on to like this like red bean popsicle that my mom gave me earlier. Yeah, I've been holding on to this for a while. And oddly enough, it's not melting. Never mind. Okay. It's not melting like dripping down, but it's super soft. And yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to make a mess of it. I got to eat this. I got to finish this. And I feel like I can go on and on and on. And I could save this for like a part two. Like, you know, working stories. Like, ooh, spilling tea on work. Customer interactions, whatever. But yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I think this episode was more for the entertainment aspect of things. Like, like I said in the very beginning, I just felt like, like, oh, I need to talk about something serious. Like, you know, Asian American Pacific Islander month or, you know, Asian hate crime or some kind of like social cause or whatever. Like, not that I don't want to talk about, but I just felt pressured to talk about it. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to talk about like something I want to talk about. Something for like, enter- not entertainment purposes, but just for the fun of it. Just for funsies, right? So yeah, that's why I talked about my work um, on some serious aspects, but also just silly aspects, especially with the stories. Because I just want you to enjoy this. Why not? I'm enjoying this and I hope you enjoy this too. So once again, thank you so much for listening to the half of this podcast if you'd like to support this podcast and me all you got to do is just continue listening on to each and every episode well not every episode but you get the gist and just follow this podcast on your favorite podcast platform like spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, and other podcasts that i've never heard of such as overcast and if you'd like to contact me with any questions or topics for future episodes or anything else really feel free to email me at halfofthispod at gmail.com. DM me on my podcast Instagram, which is half of this. Or you can go to the official podcast Google Forms page and I'll have links and information for all of these contact methods down in the description below. Once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And I'll talk to you next time, next week on Tuesday. Goodbye. Being so awkward. Whatever. Goodbye.